Welcome to Jersey Girls with Paige and Austin. I'm Paige. And I'm Austin. And what's up, Austin? Oh, not much. I mean, we're just sitting here at Toppings Tavern. No big deal. And we're sitting here with our first guest ever, which is crazy and just very exciting. Um, in fact, our first guest who needs no introduction. Well, I'll let Paige do an entire introduction anyway. <laughs> Um, go for it. All right. Well, our first guest, very first guest on the show is an OG Jersey girl herself. Yes, ma'am. One of the most iconic sports journalists in the area, Woo-hoo! writing for the Wichita Eagle for 20 years before becoming a journalism teacher at Derby High School, fellow sports lover, a badass mom, one of the smartest people I know, and someone I'm lucky enough to call a friend and mentor. Welcome, Joanna Chadwick. Woo! Snap, 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 snap. Oh, snap. Sorry. <laughs> Well, hi. Welcome, Joanna. Well, thank you. That is the best introduction I've ever had. I just want to point welcome. that out. <laughs> they should do. They should have done that on like the intercom when you're covering yeah. games, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, like, hey, the lineup like, for this team, lineup for this, and covering the game tonight. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Yeah, there it is. Yes, we need to get that back. What athlete or person doesn't love a good intro right. walk-up yep. song? Yeah. Just like, yeah, I'm a badass. Here I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, um, so I guess we kind of wanted to talk about how we knew you a little bit at the beginning. So I worked with you at the Eagle, and I was getting my undergrad at the time. Um, And so what I was going to ask, do you know how I got started doing that? Um. I got it. Just came back to me because no. my brain. No, I got it. I got it. There it is. Was um, your nephew yes. was in preschool? Yeah, must have been with Gavin. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It had to have been with Gavin, and I met your mom. Yeah, and we talked in the parking lot. I don't because she must have followed me because is yeah. she a big sports fan? Oh, my mom is queen of social media. Yeah, so, that's, that's probably what it was. And she's just a fan of. I'm a, tw- I'm a Twitter girl, yes. so... Yeah, she was all over Twitter. She was trying to get me on Twitter for a year. She created my Twitter. That's okay? awesome. She created Twitter, yes. is what she's saying. Well, speaking of Twitter, she is Twitter, I remember when I started working, too, you're like, do you have a Twitter account? And I'm like, yeah, and it was like my personal account. And my picture on my background, I'm wearing like this like cut-off vest. And she's like, well, this is cute. But I said that. Yeah, you're like that's cute. You're like this is cute. You might consider a professional one, and I was like, yeah. You look ratchet as hell. And you know it still exists too. That one still exists, but I have not gone on it for a million years. Oh my gosh! Until today. Yeah, I know. (laughs) He's like, hey, I think that we need to have personal Twitter accounts because I haven't had Twitter in like five or six years. I honestly must have updated it five years ago because I put Baylor's mom as my bio. (laughs) So, but I haven't touched it since. Until recently. Now we're resurrecting the Twitter. That's good. Social media is tough. Well, the connections, whenever I teach social media to my students, that's one of the things I focus on is just the connections that you can make. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I did. I mean, one of my favorite stories is when I went up to a quarterback from Bishop Carroll, 23 game losing or winning streak had just ended in the playoffs. His last second um, drive to go score the game winning touchdown had just fallen short. Mm -hmm. And those are always tough interviews to do anyway but then you go and you throw in the mix that I've never talked to this kid because I'd covered them once before that year and it was a different quarterback at the time and so I went up to him like hey would you want to chat with the eagle I know exactly like I'm really sorry about this I know you don't know me goes oh I follow you on Twitter yeah what questions can I I answer and I'm like oh my god I love Twitter (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> in a little tiny bit of the world, I was famous. Yes. Tiny, tiny yeah. area. Oh, no, you're still famous. No, Did you're you definitely famous intro? in my The intro was my, amazing. Intro, I had goosebumps, world. y'all. I mean, come <laughs> yes. on. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And Austin knows you, too. I mean, I you probably wrote a cool, like, what, two stories about me? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I okay. definitely wrote about a you. Few. I remember. A little bit, no, but now I know you more because my mom's obsessed with you. Um, no, she fully believes that you guys are best friends. Don't tell her I said that. Um, she's she's going to listen to this. No, yeah. Let me tell you. This is, Shout before, out this is like when we started like getting serious about starting the podcast. She's like, oh my God, guess who just invited me to her very elite, very like specific, only four people other than me were invited to birthday party. I was like, who? She's like, Joanna Chadwick. I was like, no. She's like, yeah. I mean, like, I'm basically God, her best friend. Nobody else style. is invited. She's like, seriously, invite only. And we're best friends. Like, I mean, that's so that's who you are in my life now, <laughs> as opposed to just, you know, like the female journalist at the Wichita Eagle who wrote about me as an athlete that's in high right. school. <laughs> well, and I remember those games. I mean, Susan would come up to me. Oh, I knew I'm who sure she did. <laughs> I'm sure I knew. Um, I knew your stepdad, and of course, I well know your yes. Jeff and uh, the whole your family. We are nieces and intertwined with sports, all uh, life, and that's what's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. see, it's, mom connections all around. Right, I mean, that is that is really funny. Shout out to the moms. Susan is just she's cut from her own cloth, like, and that's and you're cut from the same one. We <laughs> yeah. are, and uh, so is my child. Yes. So it's talk to your um, mom about uh, raising you. Yeah, yeah, no, my child, if you met her, you'd be like, okay, you're either going to be like a CEO of a business or like run a gang in a prison. Oh my God. You're going to, you're going to run something. Yes. I don't know if we're going to be like a positive or negative thing, but you're going to run something and be the leader of it. And it's going to be amazing. I have long said that my oldest son <laughs> will either be a future president or yes. the leader of a drug cartel mm-hmm. just because, but his, a leader nonetheless, right, his leadership abilities just come so naturally. Exactly. that It's crazy. And you put that positive Who am I to say like, right. no, Chill, calm down. No, right, I'm not say that. Yeah, I'm not the world. She'll tell you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> be strong. Beyonce. Shout out, girl. I like that. So, okay, so one thing that we kind of want to talk to you about is there's a lot of talk about media coverage for women's sports. And yes. coming from, I personally feel like, at least when I was a correspondent for the Eagle, and um, I know things have changed a little bit since then, but but Taylor at the Eagle, I feel like the local TV stations, I do feel like they do they do a pretty good job of giving women sports love. I mean, when I was a correspondent, we always covered the girls basketball Absolutely. and boys, you yep. know. So I I feel like that, but on like a bigger perspective, a bigger scale, maybe like nationally, um, where do you see opportunities for improvement of media coverage regarding women's sports? Well, I mean, there's no doubt that it needs to improve, and I think that. Uh, even the conversations, of course, I live in a very much a male-dominated home. Mm-hmm. I mean, even our animals are males. Actually, that's not true. We now added two female cats. There but, it is. Um, but before that. But, you know, it's when I came to the Eagle, uh, Dwayne Frazier, who was covering sports, he covered all the guys' stuff. I mean, he was um, he was covering everything that was basically a male sport. And I'm like, okay, so there's room here for me. Right. Because, That's you know, cool. Bishop Carroll, I mean, the girls' sports, they've been so strong mm-hmm. for so many years. And so I found my niche there. And I certainly covered plenty of boys' sports, but I also understood that there is such a following there. And I think that that's a mistake that people have made is they don't understand that there is a following. 
They just go by where does the conversation lead in the sports bar. And in the sports bar, you're probably not talking about the College World Series or the WNBA mm. game. Um, I've been going through this resurgence of watching sports on TV. Basically, it's been, has for the past 11 years, I haven't been watching sports on TV because I've been trying to keep my head above water. Right. We're trying to survive. Right. <laughs> and so now it's like, okay, what can I watch? Right. College uh, Softball World Series is one of the most exciting things to watch. How can you miss it? Exactly. And in the, the coverage needs to be there. I have a friend, Kelly Ross, who comes and speaks to my students, and he loves to cover women's sports yeah. because the opportunities for what you can take pictures of are so high. Mm -hmm. You go to a men's NCAA tournament, there is much less opportunity for you to get out on the floor and take a cool picture in the huddle or take a cool picture with them all right. together. Yeah. Whereas in the women's game, you have more chance because there's not as much coverage. And so I think that there needs to be an expansion there. And I think that it's gonna come from the people who truly care yeah. about women's sports. Sports in media has changed vastly over the years. There just aren't beat writers out there anymore. So if we're going to have coverage, it's going to come from someone starting a fan page and watching it grow and make money, mm -hmm. which is the biggest thing. Because when you can yeah. make money on it, people will flock to it. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, we talk about that a lot. I mean, that's kind of with the NCAA women's basketball tournament. There was a big um, push, I guess, like mm -hmm. a bigger push. And some of that, I think, comes from them getting called out the year before. Oh, absolutely. It yeah, well-deserved sure. getting yeah. called out. I was happy to see Candace Parker doing some of the commentary for the boys' games. I agree. Yeah. I thought that was cool because, Very I mean, cool. hello, legend, right? She, yeah. She's totally a legend. Yeah, she definitely knows her stuff. And she's also gorgeous, so oh, you get the is. crossover appeal yeah. there. She, oh, also an amazing mom. Okay, let me just throw that absolutely. out there. We're all moms over here. There That's right. Yeah, so, I mean, I was happy to see that. And there were, I mean, there were some really good... There was some really good coverage, I think, but yeah, yeah. There's, oh, there's room for improvement. And that's just one sport. And what's the story on why are there so few women who are um, coaching girls basketball in the area? And a lot of times it comes down to family because who often is raising the kids? While the husband is traveling for his mm -hmm. job, the woman is home. Um, and I think that that's also something, too, is that... Uh, I don't know if you guys even know this, but there used to be a time where they didn't make the girls' version of a Minnesota Vikings shirt. There was just what? guys' t-shirts. Oh so now you think about those shirts that are designed for women yes. that actually fit your body better. Mm -hmm. And you think about that, it's like, how long did it take for you to do that? Of course, yeah. I'm still wondering when they're going to put pockets on all my pants, oh, but that's yeah. another that's story. And not sew them shut also. <laughs> so my question is, working for the Eagle... Was it ever a conversation? Was did anyone ever say like, "Hey, this is how much of a ratio coverage should be on men's sports, and this should be on the women's sports"? Like, could they? Was it ever like, "Hey, whoa, whoa, you're trying to cover too much female, like female sports," or just it just it was a natural like way to go about it? Yeah, no, it, that never happened. I mean, because let's be honest, if we were covering back in the good old days when we had like seven people out at basketball games. If we were covering them, still only two would have been girls' games. And they would have been doubled up and we would still have covered the boys' game. Mm -hmm. Because they're the boys' basketball, 
Okay, the whole girls basketball thing is another story for right. another day, right? Absolutely. Because I have seen such a decrease in the number of girls playing basketball. Mm. It's really, truly sad. And I don't know if it, they're being pulled from year-long soccer or pulled from volleyball year-long, yeah. whatever it might be. But and I think that those are two probably and the biggest areas. And a huge part of it with girls dropping off at that age. Sure, sure. And I can see that too. But it's really, it was really, um, uh, I don't, I looked for the best stories and we were going to cover whatever those best stories were. And so I think that everyone we had was really focused, you know, like when Taylor was covering track and Mm -hmm. um, cross country for us. I mean, he was looking for those top level female athletes as much as he was looking for the top level male athletes. He was looking for those stories. And that's what I feel like we mostly did. Um, Was it still heavily leaned toward men or male? I'm sure it was. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no one ever said that. And I, I mean... Um, I knew conversations were happening um, in media, generally speaking, of, well, if anybody goes to the WNBA, WNBA games, maybe we'll actually show, you know, yeah. cover it. And I don't, I don't know. I think that it helps if you have a team that's good in the area. Mm-hmm. And when women's basketball did well, I think that there were people who followed that. And there yeah. were people yeah. who followed the Shockers um, volleyball team when they've mm-hmm. done well. Mm-hmm. So to me, hearing that, it's like, okay, so where, can, where do we begin how do we how do we improve that moving forward is to me starting at the beginning creating opportunities in the communities for young girls to gain that interest to you know shine light on them like hey look how cool this is look how great this is and really feeding into that and paying into that to build it so one of the things i think that our society and i'm not telling you anything you don't know is obviously very focused on the white male mm-hmm. the patriarchy type society right. that that we're living in and so you think about who are our heroes. Well, when I took over as the journalism teacher, I stole from I stole lesson plans from people that I knew. They sent them to me, and I'm just like trying to figure out how to do this teaching thing. And it took me a good two years before it was like, my God, they're all white males. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone that we're talking about a history of journalism and we're talking about a history of photography, they're all white males. Whoa, I need, so I have really searched for adding women and really looking for people of color. And I think that that part right there, that there has to be a focus of, of us saying, oh, that's awesome. You have a LeBron James poster. Where's your, your poster of Candace Parker or where's the poster of the U S women's volleyball team or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. And so how can we start talking about more people than just Mm-hmm. the few male athletes that we're talking about that's, yeah that's we went that. to <laughs> baylor's um pre-k roundup thing whatever she's about to start kindergarten at amazing derby hills and um luckily the principal there is one of my mom's best friends and so we walked to the gym we're doing the tour of school and i'm looking around i see there's you know there's high school females and males sports posters and there's a college you know k-state ku wc whatever but then there's like the Chiefs and NBA posters, but there's no WNBA. There's no you know yep. professional females posters. Like, hey, Brett, what's up? Like, yep. how's my daughter supposed to come to school here this year and like aspire to be more than a college athlete? Because yep. there is opportunity to be more than college athlete. That's right. He's like, oh no, we have. Oh no, you're right. But see, we this, don't have it. That's why like, we have to have the yes. conversation. Like that, it starts there. They're in elementary school. Like giving them just a poster to look up to, something to look forward to, that's like right. look up to, like have a, a model. Like, 
we're automatic. We're automatically cutting female sports right there. Like, oh, there's no professional Done. women's sports yeah. posters. And, and, and they see it every day. Exactly. And so I realized this also that the people that I was bringing in to talk to my students, who are easily ninety percent female, mm-hmm. are all male because it's who I worked with. Yeah. I worked with all men, oh, right? That's true. And so it's like, oh my god, take a step back, and you need to start looking around for women to bring in. Mm-hmm. And how can we? as women and journalists and whatever, like create that hype for younger females to become, to want to become journalists. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have to make, which I mean, luckily we have people like you who paved the the road, but like, (laughs) I think we have to also make just like a community because, Mm -hmm. which I think is growing a little bit, but especially in media, sports media, I've told um, Austin a couple of times, like, my experience at the Eagle was great. I actually really loved it. And the people I worked with at the Eagle were awesome. Every single one. Photographers, yep. fellow journalists, the editors. I loved them. Like, yep. I called in. I felt like I was talking to my dad. You know yep. what I mean? Like, it was great. I enjoyed it. But there were times that I felt very uncomfortable, not because of anything at that staff, but because of the people that I was covering. Like, athletes were always very respectful. But there were times that coaches were asking me to go on dates with their sons. Oh, there were times gosh. that I felt like uncomfortable covering there was one of it I didn't expect it to be uncomfortable and then I got there and I was just being like stared at a lot and I just feel like that's where we need a community which I really I should have probably reached out I to you really other time. wish you but would I, have god I, help I, me I was, I was scared honestly <laughs> because hot. I thought yes I mean I always I mean and it was it was just my my mindset it was like I was always scared of like ma- being the one to make noise because I was like well I like my job you know mm. and I I always felt supported it's not it was a it was a me thing not a eagle mm. thing but it was, I always just was like, well, I don't want to be the one that's stirring the pot. You know what I mean? And I was 21. So, like, nowadays, I'd be like, oh, I'm stirring the pot. Oh, right. <laughs> you know? We're going to well, talk about you know, it real quick. Yeah. And I think yeah. that, like, yeah, that's, like, what we need to create that community. I think it's growing. But it's, like, that is important to be able to, I mean, to for women to want to pursue a sports journalism. Mm-hmm. And that's where my job, I believe, is is to me being the one to speak up and say, I've been around a long time, mm-hmm. okay? That's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that um, I think that expecting you as a 21-year-old to be able to say, oh, this is not right. Yeah, yeah. I should not be experiencing this. Um, just is not how it should be. So yeah. that's where me that I need to – we need we need to raise the yeah. question of, yeah. you know, ask it. I mean, I learned so much from younger generations. When we started talking about who, which generation is which, I don't even know where I fall. I don't really care. <laughs> but there's a generation, this upcoming generation, this younger generation is like, screw this. We're not yes. going to be in a job yep. that treats us like crap and exactly. pays us like crap. We're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. We're not going to accept your racist, your prejudice, whatever, prejudice towards gender, sexual mm-hmm. orientation, mm-hmm. race, religion, whatever it might be. We're not accepting it. And so we need to be able to back them yeah. with that. Yeah, without and saying, support hey, that. you're being an entitled, entitled millennial and you don't deserve, like. Instead of saying that, say. We're on the stream, like, we're allowed this, this, and that. But, like, when we speak up against, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I'm not going to be the martyr for speaking up exactly what I told was right and wrong. Yep. You're going to pay me. Yep. That's, or otherwise, that's above my pay grade. That's yeah. right. That's not, do not put that on my task list because that is above my pay rate. You're not going to pay me more? Cool. That's right. totally fine. But yeah. 
this is where I am. This is my lane. And I think that, you know, I brought up in a class one time, uh, Josh Wood, uh, who works at the Eagle with me, and he works at the Grenneman Group uh, in the marketing oh, okay. department. Yeah. And I never, I was fascinated. It was really interesting. I, I had no idea what, everything that they did. And so I went through, they also have incredible graphic design. I have a lot of really good graphic designers in my, in my classes. Good to know. And, right? <laughs> oh, they're, they're top notch. And uh, I was going through their website. My God, I said, what do you guys notice about their website? I don't know. Maybe there's 20 people who work there, and it is heavily white. All mostly all are women, mm. and I'm sitting there going, "This is amazing." I showed it to one of my classes, and this boy goes, "So is that a good thing?" Ew. And and so then you put me in a position like most yeah. like the girls are like, "Oh my god, that is yeah. so amazing!" It's like privilege, right? Right? And it's like diversity of voice, mm-hmm. diversity of background, diversity of experience, and then you share that, and just asking the simple question to that coach, do you think that that's acceptable? I mean, I think back to the coach who once asked me, or I said, hey, congratulations on your state wrestling win, and he literally said to me, you know, the greatest thing about this is however many individual champs I get, that's how many times my wife gives it up to me. What? And I'm looking at him, and I'm just like, and it took a second. And I'm always like, when people say horrible things like that to yeah. me, it takes a second to sink in. And it, I don't think it was until later that night when I went home, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Like, who it are you to say that? I'm a professional. Yeah. yeah. Don't talk to me like that. Yeah, I'm sorry that your, your wife settled for you. <laughs> right. And you want to blab that. Right. Yeah. I don't no. know the information. No. I feel like that was the same for me when I had those. And I will say, for the record, most coaches were amazing. Yes, and especially absolutely. with my beats, oh my gosh. Like, boys soccer was a beat, baseball, wrestling, for the most part, everybody was great. But, like, in those couple situations, it was the same way. It's, like, not until I, like, leave or I get right. in my car. And then, it, you know, I, I talked to Taylor a lot about it because we were the same age yep. when we were going through. So he, he was very actually very, very supportive um, during that time. But... It just, it was like, it would take a minute and I'd be like, Ew, did they really ask me to go on a date with their son? Like, That's I'm not amazing. a child. I right. mean, you know, I'm here covering your game. Just because I'm a girl does not mean I'm looking for a boyfriend. Yeah, right? exactly. I have a whole lot more in my life <laughs> looking right. ahead yes. than the man and, I'm And I'm marry. definitely not coming to a high school basketball game to find <laughs> Thank <me>. you. <laughs> and we're in a professional setting. I mean, yeah. it's to give that, right? And, and that, I think that disrespect of, yeah. are you a professional um, and, and I think that that's a really important thing for us to recognize. Mm-hmm. And then, but again, it's, it's images, it's conversation. It's how do we talk about other women? Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about exactly. talking about anyone's body. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I mean, like my son, he's like, yeah, one of my friends immediately stopped talking to this girl when she told, told him how much she weighed. Well, you're talking to her cause she's pretty, you know, she's pretty. And then she gives you your, her, how much she weighs and he won't talk to her anymore. I mean, what kind of crap oh, is that? And so, him. well, totally. I mean, <laughs> and we love this kid, but, right, but, still. but you know, and I was talking to my son, I'm like, and I said, you know, is understanding what is it that drew you to that person? Is it because she's a size two? Because if that's what drew you to her, once she pops out a couple babies, mm. that body is going to change in ways you you don't even know. Life just flips on you. Yeah. And if she doesn't have babies, who's to say she's still going to be a size two? Mm. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I, I mean, at the end of the day, like any when when it comes to anything, you're not judging a book by its cover. <laughs> like when, right. at the end of the day, it's like okay, but what you really getting? You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. Yep. Like. 
I don't know. Yeah, but I do agree. Like the way we talk about other women, that's I'm always bringing that energy to my daughter. I try to, okay. and yep. sometimes I like overdo it. She's like, "Mom," <laughs> or catching myself. I'm like, "Ew!" I'm like, "Oh wait, no, I love my body." Like, yeah, right. yeah. Like, like I love. My oh, I say that all the time. Like I always. I'm always love my like, body. you know, I'm going to the gym to get strong, right? Yeah, like, I'm going to the gym good. to get strong. I'm not this going to, to get the gym. The, get away from you. Yeah, like a drop. <laughs> you have a grandma. <laughs> it's just a little like, freak. <laughs> no, but seriously. Yeah. So yeah, no, I get. Um, let's see. What about what about as a teacher now? Mm, like what yes. what have you learned? So how long have you been a teacher? Uh the, I'm we started my seventh year in August. Ooh, wow. Seven years. <laughs> oh God, so so cool. um what have you learned from your students and the experience and maybe the environment, like being in high school? And then what do you think like from that you want to change for journalism, like moving forward that you want to teach? Well, first of all, this these kids are amazing. I mean, they truly are. It's I mean, elective, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. So okay. I teach photography. So yes. yes. Yearbook, newspaper, and then 21st century journalism. And and my students, uh, especially the ones who come in a newspaper and yearbook, where you really get to know them. You, um, We spend a lot of time together. We deal with deadline pressure. There's tears. There's frustrations. <laughs> you know, it's it's really amazing. I love that. Reality. Yes. That's real. It is, yeah. it is so yeah. real. And um, they're... They're just amazing. And I, I tell them, I'm like, y'all could take over the world. I tell to all my students, you could take That's over awesome. the world. I mean, why are you guys accepting that 75-year-old people, 75-year-old white men are running this world exactly. when y'all could run it? That 18 to 34 demographic could run this world yep. if they mm-hmm. so chose. They're on the way out. We're on That's the way in. Absolutely. Yep. So why are we waiting around for it? Go vote. You know, whatever you vote for, I don't care. I mean, I mean, my propaganda is just understand your strength and do it whatever that is whether i don't care who you vote for i don't care just be a part of the process Mm -hmm. and and so it's it's just amazing watching them they have taught me so much Mm -hmm. as we talk about gender representation as we talk about um pronouns and i mean there's so much that i've learned from them Mm -hmm. and their acceptance and probably the coolest thing that i got was a note from a girl she was only in my class for the first semester this year she's headed to yale She's amazing and just became, I mean, she quickly picked up on journalism. Uh, It took a little bit because she was writing it more like an essay and we Mm -hmm. talked about the brevity of it. But, you know, she said, this is the most inclusive class I've ever been in. And that meant a lot to me. Oh, yeah. Because in my classroom, I don't care who you are, what you look like, however you identify. In my class, you're my student and I'm going to protect you and teach you. And your students (laughs) knowing that without you preaching it is huge like I try to yes. the kids like how can I make sure that she knows I'm woke and I'm tre- teaching her to be that's woke that's what keeps you up at night yeah <laughs> well but I mean but the thing is too is that I also learned very quickly quit saying woke because mm-hmm. you know who says it now old white men quit saying it <laughs> boomer <laughs> A boomer like me at 29. So, but my exactly. point about that is, though, right. is that the people understand when you say, "Oh, I'm sorry, I said I, I said your pronoun wrong. I'm so sorry. Let yes. me fix that." And then I then I read someone say, uh, "Don't apologize to them. Just tell them that." I will do better next time because then they feel that they have yeah. to make you oh, no, feel it's better okay. and it's yeah. not their responsibility to mm-hmm. make you feel better. Right. So these are the things that my students have taught me. They've also just, um, I had a former 
a coworker come to me one time and he says, I don't understand how you're teaching journalism. I mean, look at the, the, the way our world is right now. And I said, when it comes to journalism, I said, I know you're right. I know the jobs are really not out there, but they can be because I, journalism isn't going to go away. Mm-hmm. It's just very slow to evolve here because I think eventually we're going to have more collaboratives like the Wichita Collaborative where they work with like the Wichita Eagle, the Sunflower, and, and TV stations and radio. And I think that that's going to happen more, mm-hmm. I hope. Um, but they, they are passionate and they want to be a part of it yeah. and they want to go ask those tough questions and they want, and they get scared. And then, and then, then I have to deal with teachers coming in and they've red marked all over our newspaper cause they fixed it for us. Oh, well, nice I, of them. yeah, I mean, feel free to come Thank in on you. Sunday. I mean, we would appreciate <laughs> right. any sort of editing that day. But it's, you know, they're, they're interested in it. And I've had quite a few students, um, the cool thing is, is, is maybe it's not in journalism, but they're taking their graphic design knowledge and they're going and u- utilizing that someplace else. And um, there was a second part to your question. Oh, just how do you want to see journalism change? And like, and how are you kind of trying to impart on that? You know, I just, to me, it is the cynicism, the being skeptical. Is when is when someone says there are fifty thousand people and the police Wichita police say there are fifty thousand people at the Willie Nelson concert in downtown Wichita the other night. How how do you know that number? Yeah. <laughs> Ask the question. It's yeah. okay. You don't have to just say, oh. Cool. I respect the police, so I believe everything right, they say. Right. We know that that isn't how it should be. Right. And so we know that it's okay to ask the question. I can not be rude. Right, and that's the yeah. thing. Is I'm, just, not, I'm just curious. We're like, not trying to start something. We're just right. saying we let want to understand how this is. Let me understand, understand right. why or how. That's right. And then I can be on board Yeah, because that's a lot of people. That is, it is a, that. that is a lot of people, especially for Wichita. Exactly, yeah. for a Riverfest concert. Right. <laughs> and I mean, it's been done in the past, but still. Yeah. And so when my students, you know, they're young and they've got to, it's tough for me to ask the tough questions, mm-hmm. you know. And so then they go and they got to ask the tough questions and they're nervous about it. But giving them the ability to be or encouraging them to think critically, encouraging them to be skeptical and to not... If you don't believe what I'm saying, by God, That's go find okay. some other information. Go, go prove me wrong. I don't right. have a problem with that. I mean, I hate being wrong. Don't get me wrong. That's a journalist <laughs> thing, right? Mom, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but man, that that is something that we really need them mm-hmm. to say. Well, then let me go find out if she's wrong. Mm-hmm. And right. so I had this kid in my class, and he's hyper, hyper, hyper conservative. Like, oh gosh, really, I mean, he's written us letters to the to the newspaper, and he really yes. wants to be a part of journalism, and. And so he's taken all my classes, and so he we do a current events quiz at the start of every class. And I keep it really, you know, how much is the diamond that was found at the Arkansas Diamond yeah. Park? How much? How many carrots is it or whatever? And then it's also, you know, like when Katanji Brown-Jackson was the mm-hmm. first justice. So it delves into kind of, I try to hit everything. You know, what Kardashian just got married yeah. three times <laughs> the to the same guy? Right, yeah. the, because... <laughs> That's also what journalism is. Right, it is. Pop culture. Really is. Yes. Like, it's, what do they know? What they're interested in and all that stuff. And also, what do you, what do you need to know? Exactly. What do you want to know? What needs to be taught? That's right. Exactly. <laughs> what do we need to focus on here? And, and he said, there were times in your class where I'm like, that's not even true. Mm. And then I realized you were just giving us information. If I wanted to go figure out if it was true or not, I could go look someplace else. And I was like, uh, and that's, that's what we that's want. That's the entire point. That's what we're looking for. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. But feel free to question because I want right. you to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's at the heart of journalism.
And when you, when, if, if we're going to build the coverage for women's sports, it's mm-hmm. going to come from the fans who are like, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, it's just like, we're expected to call your Senator about, about guns, exactly. right? Yeah. Well then exactly. fucking call your Senator about guns because I don't have a vote right. on that bill. And our, our next election is not until November. Mm-hmm. So what else can I do right now? We're mm-hmm. trusting right. other people. Well then let's start making moves. Yeah. What can we do? Yeah. Right. I agree. Yep. That's kind of the, the, how it is across the board for us. Like, what can we do more? What, what more can we do right. across for everything? Like, we've and, talked about so much of the inequality between right. girls and boys in high school yep. or sports and this, this, and that. And I say this, this, and that a lot. <laughs> no, but it's so true because I've always said that. Like, okay, with the, it, I really, it really brought to my attention at the NCAA Women's Basketball Tournament yep. because there were commercials that were talking about, like, you know, the greatest play ever, but you didn't see it because it wasn't televised. And, like, there was all these changes and stuff like that. Obviously, I had a dog in the fight this year because my sister just moved to Columbia, so I became yes. a Lady Game Cock fan, and I got to watch them play. So, love that. My daughter, like, looks up to those girls. You know, uh, we may need to talk about some apparel from South Carolina because Brian there is a is. huge really? South Carolina fan. I'm actually fan. going out there in Are November, you serious? So, I got you. Well, got, yes. look. The Walmarts, that stuff is yep. good enough for okay, us, okay? okay. <laughs> it's like a goodwill yes. situation. I'm, I am not I talking about on campus yep. where it's like three That's times crazy. more expensive. No. No, I got We're going to go stock Dawn. Yep. It's going to be super casual. <laughs> and then we'll hit the local goodwill. Yeah, oh no, I am looking for Dawn Staley. Like, Dawn Staley, I, I hope you're listening. Yes, please. <laughs> I'm looking for her. Okay, totally tag her in this. Yes. Well, I mean, but you know I what? I will, I will say, though. Let's get back. I can't remember if we were taping when we talked about this, but the number of women who are girls basketball coaches, right? Mm -hmm. Because basketball is a highly intensive um, sport to coach. It takes up a lot of time and it's crazy. And so then you look at like women like Shauna Reedy at Southeast Saline, um, Mm -hmm. north of Salina. North of Salina. Um, And she, you know, has two young girls. Her husband is also a coach but not basketball. And so how they make it work is mm-hmm. fascinating. She's pregnant while she's coaching out there, you know, and you, there's not very many women like that. And so right. we need more women like yes. Dawn Staley. We mean more women like Becky Hammonds who, yes. I mean, I really wish she would have gotten an NBA job because I thought, think that if there was any woman that mm-hmm. would have been accepted, would have been her. I agree. But there's yeah. not enough of them. We have all these men coaching women, mm-hmm. and that's what was so cool about that thing. Elite Eight coming here is mm-hmm. seeing all those women. I agree. You know, yes. awesome. all those women coaches. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. that was just great to see. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. And my thing with the whole tournament thing is I'm so sick of here's the March Madness tournament and here's the women's March yeah, yeah. Well, they I think they're secondary. Like it's it's just like saying it's the Gamecocks and the Lady Gamecocks. Right. Screw or the that. I want to see the Cowboys and the Cowgirls. No. No, no. your mask is the Cowgirls. Who we is, this, yeah, no. yeah, this is who yeah. this is who we are, this is who we are. Yeah. Yeah. So why are we automatically putting women beneath secondary as the men? Yep. And I that's well, it's because that's like, why society has exactly. been. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. And the people in position to make those changes, to ask those questions, that have the respect to ask those questions, why aren't they asking? We and we and have why to, isn't somebody challenging? That's, why that's we, what we have to have the that's expectation. Why we, exactly. Two, two hand emoji praise, Don exactly. Staley. That is all Don Staley talks about. That's why yep. I mean she is literally like yep. God to me because I like I said became a fan, but yeah. she's I also mean, just style. Oh, I was that was going the, the same way. Right? <laughs> she is the swaggiest coach. I went I, I got to see them play yeah. when I was out there and I brought my daughter and oh my god, she loved it, which is funny because she hates watching sports. 
sports. <laughs> she loves playing sports, but so does Baylor. Hates, hates but, it. But but you know, college is different though. Yeah, college basketball is fun. It's like and, and women's at uh, South Carolina women's basketball is like grinding. Like, there's not like yes. women's basketball tickets cost more than men's basketball tickets. Like it is number one sport in that town, even over like football. I mean, football games are popping, but like women's basketball is where it's at. So you know, she like was into it and everything like that. And I was out there. I was like, man, Don Staley. I was texting my mom. I was like, Don Staley is the coolest coach I've She's ever so seen. Blind. She was like, did you talk to her? I was like, I wish. Right. Like, you know, I wasn't that close, but I'm gonna find her next time I go out there. Stalk her. <laughs> but I think Lightning I think it's her. how we talk to about sports to our kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talk to them about, yeah. you know, and I think. Um, Unfortunately, I think that my sons got ruined on girls basketball by watching really, really bad girls basketball mm-hmm. because bad girls basketball is really, really bad. Mm, bad, bad. Ba- bad boys basketball is bad. It's not as bad as bad it's girls not as basketball. It, it's right. And there's such a, unfortunately, when it comes to high school, well, in college, it, there's not as much parity as there in with, is with the men. And so because of that, we have such disparity between the top and the bottom. There's not a lot in the middle. Mm-hmm. And that's also where... I wish that coaches were developing the girls' athletes mm-hmm. to not win championships at eight years old, right. but developing to be champions later. Yeah. And instead, they all go to the same programs. Yeah. And so we get a program, well, there's 10 of the best 20 girls on one team. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that other team has eight of the next 10. Yeah. And yeah. so it's like, well, no team has a chance then. And so then you lose people. Yeah. And parity parity is important to the game. I agree. Yeah, yeah, and and like and bigger than that too, like community creating that culture where we encourage girls sports yep. too. Yeah. Like I I mentioned to you that I wrote the op ed for the Derby paper about I had gone to a football game and it was like when Braden was like in I don't even know. Maybe middle school, maybe mm-hmm. younger than that. And it was like the whole. Ta- it was like the junior football league. It wasn't even town. like you know the whole town is out there like yelling at these kids and stuff. And I was like, on a what? Saturday, <laughs> it was hot. And I was like, what Sleep is in. going on? And the only opportunity for girls at that time was like cheerleading, which I also am like that's cool if that's what you want to do, but that's not what every girl wants to do. Like, why aren't we letting them go play football? You know, a they, sport or, or, provided or, to and maybe sports. maybe the girls okay. are allowed to play football, but. But it might just be there's not like that fostering, that encouraging, that you know idea to play. Safe and race. also, football isn't every girl's dream game. You know what about soccer? Why don't we do that for soccer? What, what about volleyball? We've mentioned you know, and like that's where I was like, you know, we have to like be doing like offer them up the same. Or if we need to make a girls' league so that maybe more girls are encouraged to do it, then let's do that. Yeah. But it's not like that. And why you know, and all these people need to get out here and watch. So your daughters are up for playing the flag football because Brian really wants oh, to start my, girls' my flag. Oh, yes. my No, your daughter wants to play tackle. She does. <laughs> but she's also because she's my daughter. Uh, I would have been a great football player. Let me just tell you that right now. The anger, the well, rage. The do you know these small colleges have flag football for oh, women? Oh, um, Ottawa. 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 Well, yes. but all those KCACs. Really right, yeah. Okay, so side note. I am pretty sure, as the mom of a KCAC basketball player, right, yeah. I am pretty sure that these colleges fund everything based on their athletes. Because at yeah. St. Mary, there's only 100%. like 850 kids in that school. And I counted up, if you could, let's figure this many kids for football, for basketball, and on and on and on, at least half of their students are athletes. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's like Jukata. But was the same way. They don't yeah. require, I, I remember being at, because I was at Friends, I went to KCAC, and like the football team who, trash, no offense, 
Respectfully. It's been trash. Trash. <laughs> um, Can't relate on the softball team because we were really not trash. Um, but, like, we as a softball team, we were held at a higher standard. Like, we had, um, what's that stuff called? When you have to go to the library and study. Study, study halls. Study there it is. <laughs> I did go. Okay. That might have confused you. But I did, in fact, go. Um, it was, we had to. But the football team, they they didn't have to. They were right. not required to go. It's like, but so our team, as a you know, across the board at school, was we had the highest GPA. Right. Why are we not expecting that of our of our men's football team? Our team that you know draws the most attention and yep. money and crowd. Even because terrible. let's be honest, when it comes to athletics, when we're talking how athletes are treated. There is a godlike status that mm-hmm. is put there. And when that athlete reaches that godlike status, yep. um, how they act, people don't care because we just want to see you, how Absolutely. you act on the, fl- exactly. on the field. Don't tell me that you are a trainer of young men, of young women, and you let a kid who is consistently smoking weed mm-hmm. or who is not passing classes in your hat, they start for you. Yeah. So don't tell me that, that you're all about the kid. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. happens all the time. All yep. the time. And let's also talk about how, like, we're talking equal and everything like that. They, a lot of those guys, especially if they're playing, like, super elite level, turn into terrible people. Mm. Because they just, even That's if right. they don't go into professional sports, because they've been, you know, Idolized. especially if you're in a they town. they carry that. If they yeah, don't oh. go, you know, to the next level, they carry that. Well, that I mean, I remember that, there that was a, a player that got accused of a crime when I was going to Wichita State for the men's basketball team. And don't, I, I have no judgment of whether it happened or not. Don't know any of the details. It ended up getting dropped. But the second that that knowledge came out, everyone was coming to his aid. Right. And, mm. and I'm like... I knew this guy personally, and I'm just like, I, y'all don't even know him. Yep. You know what I mean? You don't know. You don't even know he's a good person. What's or not. that privileged life? Yeah, and, and you know, it's just that. But that is what happens with this godlike status. I mean, mm. it doesn't matter. Even if you're not winning, it doesn't matter. If you're playing football on the biggest stage, yep. people are going to come to your side, and and it doesn't matter what you did. Doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. But this is where it's you know the oftentimes. When, when we shovel this path in front of our own children mm-hmm. and in front of other kids. And, and I don't shovel the path for you. I'm giving you the help along the way, mm-hmm. the aid for you. But if we're shoveling the path and making it easy, we're not helping them. Exactly. Right? And let me tell you something. As your kids age, you're, I'm dealing with this right now, which is why I'm bringing this up, <laughs> is how do we parent a 17-year-old male, a 19-year-old male, a 14-year-old male is very different yep. than when they're four, seven, and nine. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay? And so, I mean, the conversations, we've been having tough conversations with them forever, but making sure that they don't feel, I mean, my boys work so hard in the weight room. They're working out two, sometimes three times a day, depending on their schedule. I saw them okay? the other day, by the way. What's that? I saw them the other day. Oh, did way. you? I wanted to say hi, but I felt like that was a total mom moment. You, I didn't say yeah. But you totally could have, but it would have been okay. <laughs> like, hi, I know your mom. Right. Oh, okay. Well, welcome but, to my life. you know, you should see, I mean, they're very proud of how they look. And yeah. they should be. They work really, right. really hard. But boy, it ain't all about that. And I've been telling them for years, what happens if some chick walks by and throws acid on you? You got more to yourself than that disfigured face now. Oh, you don't have your pretty face. What else mm-hmm. you got? Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's so many times these kids are not being challenged to say, hey, step up. Yeah. Hey, be better. Hey, I expect more. No, you're not doing this because you haven't followed It's not a that. negative thing. It's, like, it's, it's, it's challenging yourself. It's not no. being negative. Like, that's you're right. doing bad. No. Yeah. 
elevate yourself and yep. see what happens. Like it's yeah. it, it's a good thing to strive for that. Yep. And as adults in people's lives, like that's our responsibility too because mm-hmm. we know like you know when your kids are at college and yep. high school they're not surrounded by the environment of try to do better, you know, unless maybe they're teachers, no, but their exactly peers right. are like, nah, yep. you know? Yeah. And so you yep. really have like it, as adults in their lives, especially, you know, if your son goes away to college, right? Right. So it's like, you know, his teachers or his coaches, if he's playing sports, like those people have a big impact on kids' lives. Yep. That's why it's disheartening to see things like, you know, when coaches are mistreating that power that they have, because it's like these people, I feel so passionately about mm-hmm. that. Cause it's like, these people are trusting you with their, with their children. I mean, they're 18, 19 yep. year old children. Like, and you are supposed to be a good figure in their life. That's showing them the right way to help them make. Yeah. Big Especially life in situations where people are out in the public, just fawning over them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? In smaller communities, or if they play for a big major sport at a, you know, a town like Wichita is right. like smaller, like, yeah, people just asking for their autograph and yeah. everything, you know? And it's just like, that's, I don't know. And so there's a different level of things that we have to be teaching as well that goes beyond if they are being fawned over, then let's talk about that. How do you handle that? Exactly, right? yeah. You know, how do you handle the criticism when it comes to you? Like when someone sends you a snarky email, how do you respond to that? Right. I mean, let's go... I see this on TikTok, but like, you know, how come everything I bring up to my parents turns into a lesson? Well, because we're so scared that we're not going to be able to tell you everything. Because when you go out there, you're right, we're trusting those coaches. But ultimately, I know darn well that the coaches, where my kid is, that while they care about him, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think they really like him. They're trying to keep their jobs and win. Exactly. And so where is the support system? And so you look at like a Deshaun Watson right now. Yeah. And you think, oh, my God. You know, like, where are people only worried about his image right now? Or are they trying to say, dude, what did you do? Let's oh. be human beings. I right said first. that for a long time. There was the Joseph Randall thing here. And it was, that was a tragedy to me, to be honest with you. Because that spiraled out of control from something so small. That should have been a red flag to every adult in his life. I know he was an adult at the time, but he was a young adult. Everybody. But if you, did you know him in high school? I didn't know him in high school. But, but I know people he that was, did. But and... he was such a smiley oh I mean, yeah just a, oh my god i just i loved him yeah you know he was did you know devin hedgepeth yes okay yes he they, they kind of reminded me of that yeah Whew, two different yeah. disparate well, and it was paths. clear that he was struggling with something right because like, had, like the, the very first absolutely. instance was like stealing something and the dude was making hundreds five hundred thousand dollars yeah it was like, stealing some underwear yeah yeah yep. and he didn't need to do that so i felt like that was a red flag and then yep. there was a couple other little signs and then that spiraled out of control but instead of looking Looking at the red flags, we're looking at, oh my God, how do I repair image? Exactly. And exactly. instead of saying, hey, let's get to the heart of this and let's right. figure out what's going on. Yeah. But who's doing that for you? Yeah. Because if we would have fixed that then, I mean, that would have saved his life and career and a lot of other people that he's probably affected on the way. So Absolutely. We didn't dig deep enough. Yeah. We it's, that's really ask hard. the right questions. But that's, that's the, the whole, questions. like... That's the whole conversation around sports in general. Like, mm-hmm. that's like, on part of it, when you think of it like that, I'm like, mm, I'm kind of happy I was a girl and I didn't go through that. But on the other side, it's like, but I do want those opportunities. But things so where's the happy, we didn't get. Where's the happy medium? Okay, you know well, what I let's mean? make yeah. sure that we're surrounding kids with, um, let's, that we're surrounding kids with the people who are helping them in all yep. aspects yes. of it. Yeah. And I think that one of the things is people say, oh, kids are wusses today. They're wusses. Okay, well, oh, we raised gosh. them. Okay, exactly. so you're, you're talking Thank about you. the kids that y'all have raised. Yeah. So let's y'all get, brought us right? here. Okay, so let's talk about how um, this generation, I mean, I, I'm sorry, but they 
get really, really, really upset when they're critiqued or That's analyzed true, yeah. or criticized. And I am telling you that that is really unfortunate. And I'm not sure where to go. I struggle with it on a daily basis because um, I would never treat those kids like I was treated when right. I went out into the when I went out and got my first job because that's I mean, harassment now. Well, no, not that. <laughs> no, not that, but no, they, you know, like, you know, yelling across the room, hey, my name was Stammon. Hey, Stammon, don't ever give me another weather lead, okay? It was like my second week on the job. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'll never write about the weather. And I mean, there's a good reason right. for that. And I was horrified and mortified and then became a laughing thing. And so I'm not saying that's the right way to do it. I knew he liked me. Um, he was my assistant sports editor, great guy. Yeah. And we laughed about it, but at the same time, you have to be able to take critique and make yourself better. And not yeah. make it a negative thing. Like, hey, criticism can be positive. Absolutely. It actually it is positive as long as it's like, not... We view it negatively. As long yeah. as it's not an abusive yeah, sort of... Yeah, as long as right? it's like, not... Yeah, I'm human. In. Let me just talk to you. Like, hey, I'm, I make mistakes. I have flaws. I get you to too. Let's talk about this and have a conversation. But I don't even weeks. think we need to say those things. Yeah. If you've yeah. built a connection with yes. whatever other, wherever you are and whatever other management you're in, if you've built a connection and you can say, Paige, I really need you to work on this. And you may immediately, the fire may rise. It would in me like, oh, I might feel crappy about myself. The fire yeah. might rise like, well, I do everything else right. <laughs> you know, whatever it might be. But then you take a breath and realize... This person's just doing their job. Yeah, right. They care about me. Yeah. And I think that when you make those connections, and that's what we want coaches to do, that's what we want teachers to do, that's what we want yeah. parents to do, yeah. is to make those connections. I'm pretty sure you, Kirk, Tom, Taylor, all have said that to me. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember ever like, saying anything nice, negative to you. Always nice. No, actually, I remember. Like my I first, don't remember you at my all. First, <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? You worked at the Eagle. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> No, yeah. Well, I mean, when I first started, I had taken like two journalism classes. <laughs> no, my writing was trash. So we grew. It was growth. You know, it was fine. But but, but also, I mean, it, it is also very different as to how you approach yeah. coming in and the learning. And um, I know for me, my goal has always been to be um, as coachable as possible yeah. and to strive to learn, understanding that. Like, I don't know everything. Right. I mean, like, being I'll a claim that. 20 years after leaving a job, I could do in my sleep. I mean, I had the dates. My body would change based on what new sport it was. I'm just kidding. But you, you get my <laughs> <Okay>. point. Not. <laughs> to now suddenly I'm back in college. Wow. Yeah. Going back to yeah. school and teaching something I had never done before. And I'm writing my lesson plans as we go. That was really, really difficult. Yeah. But I had so many people around me who I could reach out to. And I never felt like... I know more than you, you know, mm -hmm. um, I never felt like Ugh, you're just dogging me. It was more of a, okay, right. you know, if let you me can, be a sponge. yes, let me soak that yeah. up. Yeah. And I think that's an important aspect too is, and I wish students, I mean, my students are pretty good about understanding. They laugh at me because I always start everything with, let me make a suggestion, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and it's like, well, what else do you want me to say? I don't like that. Do it this way. Yes. I have certain All rules. Wrong. Yes. I've been there, done that. Do not center headlines. <laughs> right justify is stupid. <laughs> hey, my point about being coachable was directed to you though. <laughs> is that when you came in, is first of all, you're delightful. Thank number you. one. Naturally. Yeah, just I mean, who yeah, you no. are is just you have a delightful personality and you want clearly wanted to learn. And so yeah. 
who could ever have been mean to you? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, everyone was cool there. Paige, you like, dumbass, you come over and do it like, like this. Let me know what's going to do Oh, yeah, no, I, and everybody, yeah, everybody was good. But I've honestly, I've always, because I was kind of cocky when I was younger, and like, you know, my my parents were always like, you can do whatever you want. So I was like, okay, no, I'm literal, you know, That's I can right. do whatever I want. Right in that, and right I, in that. Be, be I love that. it. You know, on one hand, I do like it because I'm like, there's never been a time that I'm like, oh, I want to do this really bad, but I just, I can't do it. You know, right, I've yeah. always felt like I could do everything. But, you know, I, I always just say this all the time, no matter what it is, politics or like, you know, our community in general, these things, a job, going to school, like if everybody just comes into it with like an open mind and they're Mm -hmm. like, hey, okay, you got some things, you got some opinions, you got some knowledge, I got some opinions, I got some knowledge. Let's talk about it. Let's have a conversation. Then I feel like everything will be good, but you know what? That's not the way. That's why chicks need to run the world. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, So I don't know. blank period. That's right. (laughs) But yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's things that I could even learn from, like you said, from your students, from younger people. Like as we, we talk should, about, we're ever growing. We yeah. should always. Well, we and that's always again, you said like this is the you, this is the way that the world is going. Is what the, this generation. When I had my page, rightfully so, I interviewed a girl that was in high school, and I was like, I just love my. I started off talking to her like, you know, she did a lot of activism. I'm like, I just love that you do this. You know, when I was 17, I could care less. You know, like I just <laughs> she's out there doing like Black Lives Matter stuff. She was out there doing like she was on the board for the March for Our Lives. Like she was just incredible, and I was just like, "Look at you killing it!" And then she would like talk to me, and I'd be like, "Oh, you are in high school. (laughs) You are a child." I mean, I did have a lot to learn from her because even the way that she was saying stuff, she would. She almost didn't even want to do the interview because she was like, I don't like doing things like performative and like, yeah. and I was just like, I didn't even think about that, you know? know? And so I, I do, I feel like there's so much that we can learn from everyone, no matter who you are, what your yeah. experience is. I mean, well, you know, and that's, no, age limit. no it, that's exactly right. And, and I think that a lot about with my students is um, how, and Brian is the same, my husband, Brian is the same way is that we really work to just be inclusive. And let me tell you something, he and I have both learned a lot. Um, coming into teaching because you deal with so many different kids. Um, One of the greatest things Mr. Hamblin did, the principal at Derby was bring us to all our elementary schools um, that go, that feed into Derby middle, Derby North and Derby high school and to see where your kids come from. Mm -hmm. And you need to understand that I grew up in a two parent home, living in a rural area, stay at home, mom, teacher, dad. And I think my life was so tough because, well, we didn't have a lot of money. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. And yet, welcome. Right, right, exactly. And yet at right. the same time, I've got kids who have dealt with so much trauma mm-hmm. and who are dealing with so much that when they're late to school, it's not because they're just a loser. Yeah. Right. It's because they had to walk to school because their mom didn't wake up or whatever. They had yeah. to go wake their mom up at 7.55 and finally got to leave for school. And so understanding where people coming from come from is so important. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and so and, and being open to that, I think that so often, my analogy that I use a lot, sorry, I tell it all the time, is one day my dad, he was like 75 years old at the time, was making sandwiches for my sons, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And we all know the right way to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, right? Mm-hmm. You right. put peanut butter on one side, jelly on the other, <laughs> yep. put it together. Mm-hmm. He put peanut butter on this side and jelly on the same oh, side. No, and my kids lost it. <laughs> They were probably like three, you know, six and eight, okay? And they're like, oh my God, that's how I... And I just... Your grandfather is making you lunch. Shut up. It's Be gonna grateful. Taste, right? Be grateful. And it's going to taste the same exact way because you know what? 
when you put the peanut butter and jelly on the same side and put the other piece of bread together, it tastes the same. We're all getting to where we are right now in different ways, yes. and that's okay. Yes. That's literally how life works. That is okay. Boom. Yeah. Yep. Roasted. That's the end. Yes. That's how life is. Like, there's a secret. Spoiler alert. <laughs> if we could only just understand that where you're coming from will probably feed into what your yep. opinion is. Yep. No, you know, that so is true. so... Then let's try to understand each other. Yeah. We can so, be progressive and still have room to grow. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, yes. I That's don't know. I know. Like I'm humble. constantly like, there's more yeah. I can do better. Like yeah. I Absolutely. can learn more and be Yeah. Being humble and, and, and admitting that you don't know everything, which is very hard for me. I'm a Capricorn Same. and I know it all. So. <laughs> oh yeah. I got two of those in the house. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is. Well, you just go home and Google Scorpio and then. I got one. Okay. I got one as a child. <laughs> I really do. We go head to head. That's funny. But, very into no. astrology over here. <laughs> um, did you have another question? Any other no. questions? I was just going to ask, <laughs> I was going to ask one more question. So as a mother of sons, and like you mentioned, you're like kind of solo in the house, <laughs> um, and you're outspoken about women's rights, women's sports, like human rights and everything like that. What messages are you sharing with your sons? Like I kind yeah. of got this idea from like, I'm a WNBA gal. Um, actually my ex is the one that really got me into it. So <laughs> kudos to him for that. But yes. like, um, you know, you see like Chris Paul wearing the orange hoodie and yeah, like, you we're see, girl moms. yeah, yep. well, and you see some of moms. those guys like coming in and like supporting and it doesn't just have to be that. I mean, Kobe Bryant, he's a great, yes. I mean, a great example. He'd be out there at all women's sports yep. and obviously have girls as daughters, but like, what's your message to them in terms of, you know, supporting their female peers or right. athletes? Um, you know, it's, uh, I am definitely very outspoken about it. And I think I probably could have been more vocal about girls sports when we were younger or when they were younger. Um, but I will say that I've, I must have done something right because, uh, they are very aware and they're very That's respectful, cool. hopefully yeah. God help us. <laughs> but you know, when we, when the women's, uh, elite eight was in town, and Blake and Cooper both had a chance to go cover it with me as volunteers. Oh, uh, thank Mike Ross cool. from Wichita State for that, yeah. uh, for us to be able to do that. I brought like five five students out there, and they were so into it. Yeah. And I really had to work on the quit being a fan, y'all. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah. you're journalists here. You gotta you gotta you gotta keep the the up. fangirl stuff here right. just a little bit. But uh, it is a conversation that we've talked a lot about in a variety of ways. It's never. Respect women right. and chicks are athletes too, but it's just more casual. Not yeah, it's just wow, she is a stud. Right. I mean, and, and they saw some great athletes growing up too. I mean, when you think of Wichita South High, I mean, they watched Erica Mattingly yeah. and they watched Kendry and Elliot, and they've watched all those great Heights girls go through and and Taylor Chandler and Talia Pope. You know, they mm -hmm. won four by one relays and yeah. they won state championships in basketball. So they've been exposed to some of the excellence. In the Wichita area, when it comes to girls' sports, that's to right. Naturally respect female yes. athletes, and that's how it and, be. And frankly, it's that you know I I think the the knock on women's basketball has long been that it's not as fast paced as men because mm. yeah. they're they're not dunking whatever. You watch that game. I mean, like we were sitting there watching. I mean, we were. Louisville. I mean, we were just in um, love with Louisville, right? right? I mean, yeah. my, I mean, Emily and um, uh, Haley. Oh my yes. God! You know, I mean, they oh, were she, oh, so they good. were so amazing. 
And so, and, and also the other teams all had these outstanding players. And so we would go home and we would talk about it. And so they got to watch their practices. And I'm like, so I said to my middle son, I said, uh, so what was your favorite part of this? He's like, man, he was watching their drills and watching what they were doing. I was constantly learning. Blake's like, yeah, well, I was constantly learning what they did here and how they got better here. And man, did you see how Emily changed her body from when Love she was that. at Syracuse to now and how it's helped her game. And so it's, and, you know, my husband was a girls basketball coach for right. years mm-hmm. before he coached boys basketball uh, at Heights. And so uh, he has always been a very big proponent of, of girls athletics. And he coached, obviously, girls track. And, yeah. and, you know, Audacia Moore, who was truly one of the biggest studs we've ever seen come through Wichita and Wichita State mm-hmm. uh, in track. And so you, you look at that, and I think just the exposure we're not only talking about Dreamus Smith, mm-hmm. who won football title, right. basketball title, four by one title. Right. We're also talking about Audacia Moore and Talia Pope and Taylor yeah. Chandler. And I think that that is that's a conversation that's not that difficult to have. Right. Um, you know, uh, you guys ever watch the Gil- Gilmore Girls? Oh yes. my gosh, I okay. am Lorelai. My okay. child is Rory. Okay, I have. To, I'm watching it through the second time, and probably the biggest thing, and this is where I feel like a failure, is Lorelai did this amazing thing where she constantly pushed female role models yep. for Rory, and to me, I didn't, I didn't thinkingly do that. Right. Thinkingly is not a word. <laughs> I know you I, meant though. Like, but why I didn't, didn't I think that? Right. I wish that I would have right. like thought about we need to have an rbg poster and we yeah, need to have right. you know it, we, i was just trying to survive okay <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> myself alive while raising other human beings like i swear some of the only times we ever <laughs> ate dinner was when my parents came to town <laughs> exactly. and you know i was like thank you hey, let me tell you something extended family uh, is topping severed well, right mean, seriously my but mom the, has my child she texts me, are you guys done? I think like, no, she's driver. I'm like, okay, cool. Trust me, I get it. But like, literally, it's yeah. how I was able to, to have a job, like be a sports writer. My husband was able to coach. Usually those two do not mix no. because their jobs are both so time intensive. Mm-hmm. And yet they came down. My boys saw every one of the state championships that Heights had because That's my awesome. parents took them to every midseason tournament, every sub-state, That's you know. That's and awesome. so, and that's also... My mom didn't just take them to just the boys' tournament. She's like, well, we're going back to McPherson for the girls' yes, tournament, too. We are, and we're going to sit here, and we're going to watch it all, too. I so. love that. So I see where you get it from. Absolutely. I, I mean, it, it comes by very naturally. Yes. So, so, yeah. So, yeah. And so now, I mean, we talk. Uh, I really have never been very political um, until 2014. Can't when, imagine why. When Michael Brown mm. was killed. Mm-hmm. And that was the moment when I'm like, I need to speak up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when we really started talking to the boys about things. And and uh, uh, Cooper and I are the most alike when it comes to uh, wanting to talk about it. And, and, you know, whether it's LGBTQ or whatever, um, Blake will pop in every once in a while. I'm like, okay, <laughs> yes. You know, like he's like, how about that vote in August? I'm like, well, you better get your absentee right. ballot. That's all I'm right. saying, okay. Um, but it and those types of things is that, you know, do you sit down and talk to your kids about abortion? Not an easy topic to have with anybody. Well, it's important to understand the autonomy that we have. And Mm -hmm. I think that the problem with, you know, like when I go back and I look at my career, Mm -hmm. okay, is like in the 80s, sports writers who were women were dealing with being locked out of 
out exactly. of locker rooms. Exactly. Okay. So for me, like when I hear like young women who are in sports media say trying to break the glass ceiling, girl, that stuff right. was done in the eighties. Okay. Cause yeah. the glass ceiling that I warm. went through, I didn't have to go through a glass ceiling. That thing was broken mm-hmm. before I came around and the stuff and props to the people in the Wichita area for always accepting me. I mean, oh, yes. I did get, you know, the idiot fan who'd say, well, how are you qualified right. oh, to yeah. pick an all-metro team? Did you play college sports? Oh, honey. honey. I picked the top 11 football team for the state, mm-hmm. and I never played college football. Thank so, right. yeah, so there we go. But, you know, so you're you're going to be held back, and we want to push people to be able to make their own choices and to have that freedom. Exactly. And so, to, but we've got to work to pave the way, yeah. to make sure the way continues to be paved. Yeah, for the next generation. For the next generation. Do my part, my half a mile that I can, right. you know, carve out for the next. So think about Title IX. Oh, you yes. know, I mean, we're celebrating 50 years. And by the way, uh, the Kansas State High School Activities Association. Yep. Love it. Oh, my God. 50 for 50. It's I've been, been all about it. It's been amazing. It's so incredible. Yeah. And I've done six of the stories, and I've had so much fun with it. I love yes. it. I mean, it's just, it's been delightful. I, I really love it. But I'm so proud of them for doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and really just the across the state and looking at all the great oh. women and great proponents and of women's sports. Yes. And teams. You know, like an yes. official, one about officials. There's, oh my gosh, yes. I, was, I was loving it. I was reading all of Absolutely. I mean, I would highly suggest people to check that out. And and so, but going through that and, and understanding how far we've come when it comes to girls' sports, we can't stop fighting. Yeah, I agree. It's when we see... You know, we need to speak up and say, hey, hey, volleyball coaches, how about we let the girls play basketball too? I mean, mm-hmm. does, does it have to be, you know, 12 months out of the year? Hey, soccer coaches, do you really need fall, winter, spring, and summer? Oh, my gosh, I mean, yes. it, it's okay to let them play another sport. And I wish more co- – well, that's a whole other topic. It's yeah. multi-sport <laughs> athletes, but – well, well done. Thank you <laughs> so much for yes. meeting with us. I'm just excited time. I got to be the inaugural I know. guest. Can you come back every week? Oh. <laughs> yes. I think we can work that out. I mean, we're going to change it to Jersey Girls. I know. Paige, Austin, and Joanna. Yeah. Right. Just wait until the bartender shows up at uh, oh my Coppin's God. Tavern. Yeah, he's golfing right now. But, uh, That's awesome. Yeah. Too, so. He is yet yeah, to be here that. for one hour. I know. I've been kinking them, my own parents out of their own home. <laughs> Uh, so we can that's awesome. <laughs> well, but that's also, again, goes to show just how we've been surrounded exactly. by people who say, make your choices. Mm-hmm. Do what's best for you and what you're passionate yes. about. Live your dream. That's yes. right. Shout out to my sister who's watching my child right yes. now. Woo! Rely on that village. That's right. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, we'll be back next week. Yes, ma'am. With another juicy episode. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Oh my god!